Hello, it's me, Ed Carbajal, mixed martial arts analyst for MMA News, Front Proof Media, SureDog, and a bunch of other places that you might be reading on the web. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Carbazel. I just got done recording the uh, preview and making my notes for this weekend's UFC 231. Um, interesting interesting co-main event i think that's the the hardest fight to pick only because um so i know a couple of interesting things actually i know valentina shevchenko has wins over joanna champion uh I, i'm not going to try to say her joanna's real last name i always mess that up but i know she's got a few she she holds two or three wins over her they were saying when i recorded just now with on uh coast to coast combat hour with matt and our and our guest supporter, uh, Yuri, because um, uh, we uh, invite like the biggest supporters. We pick them at random to, to jump on and do the previews with us before every big pay-per-view, uh, you know, since there's one every month. Um, anyway, but that's for Coast to Coast Combat Hour. Uh, although I do have support turned on here, too, now on uh, Anchor. But um, excuse me. Sorry. We just got done recording. and. Um, the thing that I find odd, uh, not odd, but it's puzzling. It's hard. Hard to pick a – hard for me to pick. So I lean towards Shevchenko, but I just feel like, I mean, Joanna has fought the best of the best in MMA at strawweight, and she's fighting Shevchenko at, at flyweight for the inaugural flyweight title, and it's just really hard for me to pick a winner because I think – I honestly think that, that uh, I mean, Shevchenko uh, – has has proven herself at that weight class. The weight class is new to Joanna. And the thing I said to them was that I think that either the 10 pounds will make a difference in make and making Joanna slow down in her output and what we're used to seeing her do. Cause usually she'll take somebody through five rounds and, and rounds three, four and five is when she turns it up and, and starts work overworking them. Um, but um, I don't know if she can do that to Shevchenko. And I don't know if those losses from Muay Thai are, are like an albatross or something that, that Joanna can't overlook. That's one thing um, that we talked about because it's hard for me to pick. I, I'm still leaning Shevchenko. I'm just, I guess I, I, I felt the need to continue to record here on my own podcast for the mere fact that um, that's one of the fights that's hard for me to pick. And the other thing I wanted to mention was, uh, and they actually gave the reasoning uh, when I when I spoke with Yuri and Matt about um, um, coast to coast combat hour was like the reason Ortega is an under was an underdog. At least when I, I last looked at the odds, I feel like that's going to change this week just because there seems to be more people expressing concern over Max Holloway's health still. And just whether or not he's ready to, um, you know, fight at UFC 231 this weekend. So I just, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's one of those things where I'm worried that the fight might not happen and Holloway seemed worried about it too. I mean, I'm sorry, not Holloway. Uh, Brian Ortega seemed worried about it too um, while he was doing media this week just because it almost seems like like Holloway's enthusiasm and stuff when people ask him how he's doing and things like that it it, it looks a little for forced. I don't know. That's my opinion. I hope I'm wrong because I mean, I do He's he's put on so many entertaining fights, but I just can't help but think that maybe he did he's done too many too many of those fights where he goes toe to toe in the point to the ground thing, 
and taking hit shots to give some back. You know what I mean? So that's my um that's one that's where my thought was left. And the other thing was I was asked about the uh Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury boxing, uh big heavyweight boxing match from this weekend. And I and I, I honestly I've only seen the highlights, so I didn't comment on it. I haven't had a chance to see it. The consensus seems to be that Tyson Fury won because he outboxed him, whatever that means, and um, you know that he was robbed of victory because of the the uh, the official is the official decision is a split decision draw. So um, one thing I want somebody mentioned Keith Schillen over at the MMA Takeover. He covers a lot of events with me here in the Northeast. Canelo Triple G. Uh, this one, Fury and Wilder, and, and and Manny Pacquiao and the and the Australian fellow, you know, it seems like every time something gets left to the judges uh, in boxing lately, it's there's these these great all out wars that seem to redeem boxing, and then the judges come and mess mess it up for for whatever reason. And people are saying corruption because they want to milk these guys, they want to milk more blood and sweat out of the boxers for a, you know make trilogy matchups and stuff like that so i don't know how to feel about it i did see the knockdown i thought it was crazy how tyson fury got back up i really like all the positive energy tyson fury has been putting out after the fact um i don't know if you heard my phone just buzz off i've been texting back and forth with angelo reyes i didn't listen to his interview i just downloaded it he did a podcast i was trying to get him for hours but it's it's really hard to coordinate the coast to coast combat hour you know the i'm on the east coast my co-host is on the west coast and many of our guests are somewhere in between. So coordinating three time zones to get a guest on, it's proven difficult, which is why sometimes if you listen to some episodes there, it's just me and a guest because uh, I, I do the engineering and all that stuff. So, um, you know, like editing, using the Internet and ripping the audio and putting it up here and uploading it for you guys to listen to. So that's... Uh, you know, so there's a lot of work behind it. So that's why that's why that we do have the the supportive stuff turned on, try to get something for our trouble. But anyway, so UFC 231. I mean, um, and then I think I picked Alexi Oliveira to win his match against Kyle Bochniak. I have Tiago Santos uh, picked to win against uh, uh, Jimmy Manoa, and I think uh, that's actually I still have my notes in front of me. Let me tell you right now. I think I still have. Um, I gave you Bochniak, Jimmy Manuel. Yeah, no, that's all of them. Alexi Oliveira. But the Joanna and uh, Shevchenko, that's the hardest one. I have to submit my, my official picks to MMANews.com tomorrow morning, and I'm having trouble really picking one. You know, you can't you can't be on the fence when you write these things. So I don't know. I do think um, it really is up in the air. If I'm looking at them, like if we're going to look at their body types and stuff, um, you know, uh, Joanna's a little thinner. She might not be able to handle the mass and the pressure of, of uh, Valentina Shevchenko, but she's also gone twice against Claudia Gadella, who, who, who got her to the ground and she was able to stand back up. So I don't know if Joanna's lost a step or something with the losses to Rose Nam- Namajunas and, uh, you know, at straw weight, but I do know she, you know, She's going after the belt like a maniac. <laughs> you know, she really wants to get a strap back. So that's where I'm at with those uh, UFC 231 picks. That's this Saturday um, from Toronto. 
Combate Americas is on Friday night, late uh, Univision, or unless you have the zone, you can see the whole eight-man tournament. Winner of the tournament gets $100,000. That is up at frontproofmedia.com if you want to look at the full uh, the breakdown of the card and the fights and everything. Um, and I'll probably, if I can, if I can make it to the end of that tournament, I will do a post immediate post fight reaction after I watch it on Univision. So, um, it's not as heavy as a combat sports weekend as last weekend it was, but it's definitely enough to, to keep us entertained. So that's it for me. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, and then the weekend after that, December 14th, December 14th is the uh, Hawaii, Bellator Hawaii card. And that's another, there's a USO, the USO, you know, it's another back-to-back events. Bellator's doing a lot of back events, back-to-back events, and I like it. So, but that's the uh, Brent Primus, Michael Chandler is on the Bellator Hawaii. So definitely tuning into that one. So thank you guys so much for listening. Again, I'm trying to keep my own podcast alive while I'm working alongside Matt doing the uh, coast to coast combat hour. So um, hopefully you're subscribed and listening to both and uh, I'll talk to you soon.